0: Welcome to the Live Streaming Musician, brought to you by LotoHype.com. This channel was created to help you overcome the obstacles that you will face on your journey as a live streaming musician. My name is Tim Mahalik and in today's episode of the Live Streaming Musician Podcast, I am interviewing a fantastic partnered music streamer that goes by the name of Richie. All right, before we get into the video, there is a link to download the Live Streaming Musician Blueprint, which has gear lists, common pitfalls, all sorts of tips and tricks. Just click the link below the video And download that Blueprint so you have everything you need to get started streaming. All right, let's get into the video. Richie, how's it going? Hello,
1: It's going. It's definitely going. Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's awesome. Um, So I always ask people, how did you find out about Twitch or Twitch music streaming, if those were in the same uh, moment or not?
1: Definitely not in the same moment. Uh, I first found out about Twitch when a friend of mine from school uh was like hey you should come check out my twitch stream and I was just like okay fine I guess you know whatever and then uh yeah then a couple years later I think it was a couple years I don't know how many years it was maybe two maybe three late years later I found about about music after I like started becoming actual viewer again of twitch because I kind of took like off on on took off time off twitch for a bit because I was just like "Eh, it's not really my thing Uh, and then I started watching game streams again and then I don't know just one day I was scrolling through um, the categories or the games rather at that time Um, and yeah so I found music and it was in beta and I was just like whoa this is sick because I already played music so (laughs) I was just like so let's check this out. That's pretty cool. And then I clicked on I clicked on Ryan's stream or LT Chicken, and I was just like, "Dang, this is pretty cool. I can do this." <laughs> so yeah, that's basically basically how I started. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. Is that how you met Ryan?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, so streaming yourself playing music can be super difficult, um, as you know, as I know. Kind of, if you could give me a quick little brief overview of kind of what your normal music stream looks like, what what you're doing, are you doing originals or covers, are you writing music on stream? Kind of describe your stream a little bit and then we're going to kind of go over kind of how you have it set up technically.
1: Yep. So on my stream, I play a variety of instruments and I sing. I mostly do covers. I do have several originals as well that I do from time to time. Um... So, yeah, I I focus on playing guitar and singing and ukulele and piano, sometimes flute on the very rare occasion. Um, And I loop a lot of things, and I just like having some fun.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. So in order to play all those instruments, um, let's kind of go over your routing situation, because this is like Mm -hmm. my favorite part of every podcast, is figuring out how in the world everyone's actually doing this thing. So Mm -hmm. do you have... um, I guess kind of describe to me, do you have one or two PCs first?
1: One. Okay. I have one.
0: Awesome. Is it a Mac or a PC? It's a PC. Okay. Awesome. Do you have more than one interface or an interface mixer or is it all one audio interface?
1: Uh, It's one audio interface. I use a Steinberg UR44. It has some software that comes with it that allows you to EQ and add effects and uh, actually specifically send out audio. Um, yeah. Nice.
0: So you have, you essentially have your microphone plugged into that and then mm -hmm. instrument cables plugged into that.
1: I have, so this microphone here is plugged directly into the interface. And then I also have a loop pedal, um, a TC Helicon Voice Live 3, which everything else gets plugged into. Um, so like my piano goes in through an aux cable into my loop pedal. Um, my guitar and my ukulele—I have one chord for those, so I have to change it around every now and then. Uh, and then I have also a looping microphone that goes into the loop pedal as well. And with the TC Helicon Voice Live Three, it lets you customize like effects and everything. So, like, if I wanted to add harmonies, I could. If I wanted my guitar to sound like a bass, I could. So, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> nice. That's awesome. That seems not not too insanely overcomplicated. That's no, that's not at all, not that's at all. awesome <laughs> most people's setups like mine is uh, an actual nightmare um mm-hmm. so i can yeah. uh i can i always really envy uh guitar singer streamers keyboards like anything like that like as a drummer, mm-hmm. it's like I have nine microphones and two interfaces right, yeah. and a mixer it's just like <laughs> I'm gonna lose my mind one of these days just running cables mm-hmm. um so what is a technical issue that you faced? Um, when you were setting up some of your stuff and how did you overcome that, whether with cameras or audio or maybe even with something like a Streamlabs? I mean, just something that you remember being an absolute pain and when you finally solved it, you were like, oh man, life is better now.
1: Well, honestly, I think, so when I first started, I literally was just using a laptop, laptop microphone, laptop camera. So going past that point, was probably the toughest part when i finally got a mixer and got, actually got actual microphones <laughs> um and setting that up was a little bit of a task otherwise i think uh another like issue that i've that i've had that was just like frustrating it's probably always like my cameras my cam- i've always had issues with cameras for some reason um like on my On my laptop that I used to stream on, like, uh, the Cam Link, uh, is what, is what I use for my, for my DSLR, uh, that I use for streams. Um, it would, like, just randomly not want to work, and, and I would get so frustrated with it because it was just, like, come on, come on. And then another thing, so, HD60, uh, is a capture card i've always had issues with that also <laughs> um it would literally crash my computer every time i tried to use it
0: <laughs> dang
1: yeah so but once like i got a new capture card really actually recently and it works great it doesn't crash anything so which one are you using much, now uh it's a internal hd60 sixty. Oh, I think six it's hd60 pro or something like that nice Someone else picked it out for me, so I was like, okay. (laughs) Nice.
0: Yeah. I mean, capture cards are the move. I found this company, AVIO, which they do Mm -hmm. capture cards, and I bought a 1080-60 capture card. It's USB 3.0. And mm. it's the only one I found that's completely plug-and-play, no drivers whatsoever, and no latency. Right. It's But it's also, like, $400. It's like, ouch. Oh, jeez. But, <laughs> but it was kind of like, do I want to deal? Because I, when when I first got into streaming, like, three years ago, everyone was using the Elgato HD60. And everyone was like, yeah, mm. there's, like, a, a second and a half of latency. And sometimes on some systems it crashes. And I was like, man. Yeah. I was like, what are, like, hardcore video people using? And everyone pointed me to, towards this company. I was like, man, $400? Mm. Like... No way! Like, ouch. So, (laughs) yeah, definitely gear is gear is a gear can definitely be a nightmare.
1: Yeah, I was I was talking about about uh, being a streamer like full time to my stream like yesterday, and I was just like, you know, people think streaming is like such like the easiest job, and like you make so much money, but I'm just like, it's one of the most expensive jobs, also. (laughs) Yeah, I mean because. You're the one providing all of your own gear and all of that, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's something I say in my drum streams all the time because I do drum like request streams, like every now and then. I used to do them like three times a week, and I kind of got burnt mm-hmm. out. And I would always tell people like when they're like, "I was skipping songs," or I'm like, ah, "I don't really feel like playing this." And some people would be like, "Man, like how can you not play my song?" I would literally just turn around and be like, "Okay, do you see this like ten thousand dollars worth of gear behind me? Awesome. Did anyone buy that? Oh yeah, it was me. Awesome. So I'm gonna do whatever I want." <laughs> all the time and if you guys want you can throw five bucks at me I'll probably play your song but like if you request some meme song and I'm like not into it I'm just gonna hit neck like it's just not I'm the only reason yeah. I'm doing this is because I want to do it and I'm the guy who paid for all the stuff so it's kind of like I could have right. taken this money and done anything with it so yeah it's it's streaming is so so interesting as far as a, a career choice because I, I do mm-hmm. believe that the so the one of the thesis uh, theses I guess behind this channel is that within five years, I believe everyone's going to realize that it's not worth taking your gear from your basement to your friend's house and rehearsing and then taking your gear downtown to play in front of like 35 people at a bar when you could right. just fire up the internet. Especially since this has just started. Give it five years from now. I mean, yeah, this is going to be the way that it happens. Like, at least I think it is. Um, and so, the whole, like, helping people do that thing it's like look guys like this is not easy it's not going to be like the easiest thing to do but i think moving forward this is definitely going to be the way that everybody is going to do it and so Mm -hmm. you know you either start doing it now or five years from now you're going to realize like man i totally should have started streaming because it's just it's just it's just easy i mean the amount of i used to as a drummer i mean it's painful because i would move gear all the time and it's like yeah. i'm moving hundreds of pounds of gear fully filling up a car and then just setting up a drum set it's not just plugging in a cable i mean like i'm ready to go you know it's like you got a yeah. stance and it's like man like how do you get how do you get past that that moment well we have this thing now and so trying to mm-hmm. uh trying to help people do that thing i think is, is definitely the move yeah did you uh have you ever been to twitchcon
1: yes awesome uh the past two years i have been oh awesome that's is sweet. It two years, might be three. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Might be three. I I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> that's yeah. That's rad. What do you think about? Uh, like, what is your take as a as? I guess you've been. Have you been as a partner and not a partner? Have you been as both or always been as a partner?
1: Uh, always been as a partner because I got partnered like right before music came out of beta. Okay. So. um so I've been partnered for all of the ones that I've been to. Uh I couldn't afford financially to go to the very first TwitchCon, which would have been when I wasn't partnered. But um yeah, it definitely has it definitely has grown as far as music at TwitchCon. Uh since the first year I went, like the first year any music streamers went was there was like 11 music streamers there and that was it. And we all just like kind of sat in this nasty stairwell and played uh, uh, music because there was no <laughs> space for us to be. So, right. Um, but, and then compared to last year, where we actually had a stage and uh, we were like being part of things that Twitch was actually doing. And we're hoping that we can get that like the same kind of thing this year. But, uh, we don't know yet. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: And that's coming up pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I I was at the 2016 TwitchCon, and I played, when they did the talent show, like the first talent show they did, mm-hmm. I played at that, which was, that was really fun. TwitchCon, what's interesting for me is I don't like, um, I'm not a big convention guy. I'm not really into like, here's a bunch of, mm-hmm. um, you know, keyboard and mice companies, and everybody's trying to right. sling their stuff, which I'm not against it. I'm totally, I mean, obviously the gear is super necessary. Um, but it's definitely more, more about meeting the people and, and TwitchCon is super, I don't even know how to describe it. It was, you would, there's a lot of people, it feels like a lot of people, but there aren't that many people is I guess the easiest yeah. way. Like there's mm-hmm. definitely thousands of people there. Um, but it's like, I ran into 8 Drummer, and then I'm, I just kind of tailed around with him for a while and I'm like, Oh yeah, what's mm-hmm. up dude? And yeah. then ran into like Sam, um, Sam Zeldin and then, you know, mm-hmm. a scene of action and you start seeing the homies and you're like, man, like. This actually is a lot smaller on like the ground zero than it seems on the internet. Like, you you, Twitch, like when you're scrolling through it, you're like, oh, here's all these people. But when you get to TwitchCon, it's like, oh, we're just a bunch of ants hanging out in like this little ant (laughs) hill thing. Like, (laughs) it's not that many, uh, not that many people doing the things. Yeah. Do you have a most memorable moment on Twitch or maybe a a few memorable moments or anything that kind of stands out as far as something that might have happened while you were streaming?
1: Okay. So. I, uh, there was one point, uh, at the end of 2015 when I got really, really sick. Uh, I wasn't able to stream for a few months. I wasn't even able to get out of bed. I wasn't able to eat or anything like that for like a few months straight. And, um, the stream that I came back because I was just like, you know, I need to come back. Like, this is, this is going to help me, uh, you know, uh, be happier, So the stream that I came back was extremely like, I don't know the right word. I don't want to say humbling because I don't think that's the right word, but it was just really insane coming back and have like so many people still be there after a few months of not even doing anything. So I don't know. That was pretty memorable. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: Building a community. That's the, that's the game, right? It's just like
1: yeah.
0: ultimately having friends, remembering who they are. And when, when you leave, it's like, Hey, like, uh, where's that person at?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. So like, yeah.
0: I stopped, uh, I stopped drum streaming in the past like few weeks and I keep getting hit up on Instagram for people being like, yo man, where's the drum streams? I'm like, dude, I'm mm-hmm. busy trying to do other stuff. And I know you want the yeah. drum streams, but crap like how do i figure this out like how do you schedule everything you know it's really difficult Mm -hmm. um kind of going back to gear for a second one of my favorite things to ask people is um essentially what is the jankiest part of your setup so you may or may not have a janky part of your setup but if there is like or the or the flip side of this question which is if you don't have a janky setup everything's nice and dialed which hopefully it is because that's like the goal do you have a, a piece of gear or a splitter cable? Is there something that once you got it, this piece of gear, your entire streaming situation changed? Maybe, and something outside of the norms, like not like a camera or a computer or anything like that, but is there like some other piece of gear that once you got it, you're like, all right, this changed everything for me, made everything a lot easier?
1: Um, I would probably say the cam link would be the thing that changed a lot of things because Before, like, you would just use, you know, just a regular webcam or uh, in the past, we've used this program that lets you plug your camera into your computer through a capture card and use it as a camera and all these things. Um, But, yeah, the Cam Link definitely made that easier. Like like I said earlier, I did have some issues with it, but, you know, it's whatever. It's fine now. Janky is part of my setup right now. Um, you know, I think just my chord situation is the jankiest part, to be honest. Yeah. Um, because I have so many chords. As a music streamer, you're going to have so many cables everywhere. (laughs) And it's hard to kind of, like, get it into, like, an organized way. But I think that's probably it's probably the jankiest part i think at least that's
0: probably fair routing cables i i have rerouted the cables in my Room at least like eight times, like in the past like two years, it's just a nightmare. Because <laughs> yeah. you route it, and then you're like, oh, actually, I don't need that one cable over there anymore. And if you leave it there, then it's a disaster. So then you have to like get yeah. it out of the thing. And I, I try to like snake everything and like mm-hmm. you know, at least keep it like all zip tied or not zip tied, but like you know twisty tied together. So then you have yeah. to undo yeah. like nine twisty ties to get that one cable out, and you're like, oh man, this is a nightmare.
1: Yeah, see, like, I tried to organize my cords the other, I don't know, last month, last month or something. And, like, I connected all of my cords to, like, um, to the th- boom arm that I used for my camera.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, underneath my desk. And then that part, the the boom arm fell over. Oh, no. <laughs> in the middle of, like, a stream or something. So then, like, we had to detach all of the cords from the boom arm. Oh, and then, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's
0: not good. Have, uh, one thing for streamers a lot is definitely either what some people are calling burnout or maybe just, like, dissatisfaction with either how their stream is growing or what they're doing on stream. Have you have you ever thought about quitting? And if you have, um, what was the reasoning you were giving yourself to being like, you know what, I'm done. Like, I'm out of here. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, actually, quite recently. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like the thing with streaming is that there's so many ups and downs. And lately, for me, it's just been all down. <laughs> um so like it's all oh, it's gonna it's always going to be in the back of my mind until I get back to where I at least was. Um and I guess like a lot of people are kind of going through that right now. It has to do with it being summer and and everything, but this is definitely especially in like the past 2 or 3 years, I'm at the lowest that I've ever been as far as viewers and sub count and everything. So it's a little rough to try to justify keeping doing it because I'm not getting, you know, what I need to keep streaming. You know what I mean? So.
0: Yeah. Do you, do you make content on other platforms or is Twitch pretty much like 99% of what you're doing?
1: Yeah. Twitch is pretty much 99%. Every time that I try to put content on other platforms, I just kind of give up on it because I just don't have time because I'm spending so much time on Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah.
0: It's definitely... that The thing that I've been learning recently, there's a guy named Harris Heller. Shout out, Harris Heller. Um, he uh, runs a channel called Alpha Gaming on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, you might have seen some of his like Twitch tutorial videos, but they're amazing. That guy is absolutely a legend. Um, but essentially, one of the things that he does and one of the things that... I have been trying to do and have been trying to tell other people that that seems to be working for a lot of people is building on a discover platform and then pushing those people to twitch because right now twitch might be one of the worst places to find something. Like mm-hmm. if you were like, I I do it all the time. I go into the search bar and I type like drums, drum streamer, drumming all the time. And I'm still finding new drum streamers or not new, like guys who have like 10,000 followers. I'm like, where did this person come from? Like I type this in all the time and I still can't find these people. So it's like right. having something like YouTube's a great discover platform and you know, Twitter, Twitter has actually been getting a lot better, especially with like video and and, and how, how that's kind of working out. But that's uh, one thing I always like asking streamers, like, is is that something you're leveraging? Which, going back to your point, I mean, it's an insane amount of time to try to do that. Yeah. Like, when you're like, I'm going to try to build on Twitter. It's like, cool. Well, now you have to stream less because <laughs> you're yeah, building on bits. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's that, that that teeter-totter back and forth is is. And it's insane. just like,
1: how do you get that viral thing, you know? You feel like you're so clever when you when you tweet something and then no one cares. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's so weird. Um what what speaking of growth though what have you done or what has happened for you that has a attri- that you would attribute to your growth uh, the most if like is there something in particular some strategy you're doing or is it just grinding it out or um what what would you say would would be the thing that has attributed most to your growth
1: to be honest i never like actually think of strategies for growing because i'm just like if it happens it happens that's kind of like always like my i don't want to say my motto but it's just, you know, if it happens, it happens. Whatever. Um, um, stuff in the past that's made me grow. Obviously, for one, being, like, one of the first, like, ten music streamers. That's gonna, you know, boost you up quite a bit already. Um, Two, just trying to be involved um, in the community. Uh, like, um, so back... Back in my day huh. <laughs> um, when uh music and creative and all of that like started having changes going on. I made a music music discord for music streamers um uh because I felt like it was necessary it's necessary. Um other things that have helped me grow random like clips and things that got put into YouTube compilations. Um there was one one clip, in particular, when uh, me, Ryan, and Random Girl singing were doing a trio stream, and we covered this song, uh, and it was it was like either the audience completely hated it or the audience really, really loved it, and then someone else uploaded that that is not affiliated with any of us at all, and then they got views on that video, and that added more to it and it went viral on reddit and all of that stuff i don't want to say viral it was popular on reddit on like the twitch reddit or something i don't know um otherwise yeah just random honestly the most even today even though those like clips that got put in compilations um like I'll still get someone in being like, Oh my gosh, I just saw you on like this Twitch compilation, blah 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 blah, you know? And like even like some of my mods now have come from Twitch compilations. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah.
0: That's rad. What what do you see your stream looking like in a few years? Like at you know, if, if you were to change something about your stream or maybe you would aspire to do more of something on your stream if you if you were to tell me what your stream looks like in two years and everything goes exactly the way you planned or want it to go what what does that stream look like?
1: uh more content than just music I'm really trying to push that right now because it's just like it's hard to do music constantly like current like um like last year, I was doing music five days a week. This year, I'm trying to do music three days a week. One day where I kind of do whatever I want. And then one day where I do games. But, you know, it's it's a change. And people are always going to be like, well, why aren't you playing music? What are you doing? No one wants to watch you play games. <laughs> right. But, um, but, yeah. So, like, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that... Uh, 3 days of music is fine for people. <laughs> um and it's not like it's not like, you know, I don't know. I just It's just my personal opinion. I don't like being a jukebox for people. <laughs> yep. yep. I like being able to actually have conversations, but nobody wants to have conversations with me. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> The jukebox is um, real. Like that is that yeah. that is so real.
1: Yeah, it's and You know, it's my own fault because I have a stream. I've always had a stream where, like, it used to be called Lurker Pride Sunday. And then it recently changed to Richie Radio. I changed it to Richie Radio because I wanted to get more people actually involved in it. Um, So... You know, and those streams are like streams where I just just play music. That's all I do. I don't talk. I don't do anything. I just play music. And you know, it's probably my own fault that I'm doing that, and that's why I'm being <laughs> like the human jukebox over here. But, uh, um, you know, but you know, in my perfect world, I would be able to play music, but also you know have actual conversations with people and not worry about someone coming in and be like just play music why aren't you playing your guitar sing something stupid right you know so but you know it that's just in my perfect world but you know
0: <laughs> have you thought about starting a podcast like are, are there things uh, one question i ask all the time is is there something that you're really good at or super interested in besides playing music or streaming that you could potentially kind of incorporate into your brand do you think
1: No, (laughs) no. (laughs) Music has always just been the one thing, the one thing that I can do. (laughs) To be honest, (laughs) that's
0: fair. I mean, most people don't have anything, so I always ask just to be like, "Am I like talking to some like electrical engineer that's like over here building?" Like, you know, like what do you do in your (laughs) day Like Some people are. Uh, There's definitely some crazy people on Twitch doing doing some crazy things. But
1: I think I think my biggest project that I've done is is Saving Music Live. I don't know if you if you know about Saving Music Live. It's a charity channel that uh, I put together for music streamers. Um, it's always been an idea in my head. Uh, there's an account out there called The Music Place that I created way back in the day. when was, I'm pretty sure when music was still in beta that I was just like, I want this to happen. This will happen someday. I just didn't know what I was doing, so I, didn't, I never did it. And then uh, we started Saving Music Live uh, two years ago, almost three years ago. So, Yeah, that's probably my, been my biggest project and the only thing, the only other thing that I do besides music, <laughs> which is still kind of connected to music, but you know. <laughs> right.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard enough just trying to do one thing much less once you start adding other things it's like man this is getting really over overly complicated i'm having to uh well, there's a, i forget i forget what uh uh who said it but um I, I think it's sam ovens he's a super like business consultant guy but essentially says the easiest way to check something off of your to-do list is to remove it entirely mm-hmm. and so for me a lot of times it's like all right so i have this podcast i want to play drums i you know i have like an apparel company called lot of hype it's like i have all this stuff that i'm working on it's like, mm-hmm. well, you know, if you got all this stuff on your task list, the easiest way to check it off is just take that right off your task list and move on to something that might be more beneficial to your overall either mental health or your monetary situation or whatever. And so right. it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Are, are you a family-friendly streamer? And if so, why are you? And if you're not, why are you not?
1: Uh, I feel like it's like kind of half and half like I have my foot in one one spot and the other foot in another (laughs) because like I wouldn't necessarily that my content is like rated R or anything like that but I definitely swear every now and then that's probably the only unfamily friendly thing that I do uh other than that like I don't know I I'm not very lewd you know I don't (laughs) talk about nasty things so (laughs) i don't know (laughs) that's
0: fair i mean in your personal life are are you i guess the the real thing i try to get at with that question which i ask it that way but what i should really ask is are you being yourself on your stream oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) awesome that's the
1: only place i am myself to be honest
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome yeah, I I started out trying to be family friendly. I mean like I'm not going to swear on stream and I don't swear on this podcast cuz this podcast is really just to bring value to people that are in the mm-hmm. you know what I mean I'm not it doesn't really add any value for me to say uh, anything right now but mm-hmm. when I'm streaming drums and somebody like requests some absolute garbage music, I will just let them know in not nice terms that what they just put through my ears was a very not nice music, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like <laughs> guys, like this is absolutely the worst thing that's ever happened.
1: Yeah. Um, cool. I think. Oh, go ahead. Back back in the day when my mom first got an account on Twitch, I would try to not swear anytime she came around. But then, like later on, I was just like, "This is stupid," you know. I'm just gonna, you know, do my thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to do, because it being yourself is way easier to keep up over the long term, and Twitch being a marathon. It's like, all right, like if I tune into some guy's stream and he's like super PC one day and I come back the next day and he's just like swearing up a storm, like, whoa, this is so inconsistent. But if I come in and it's like, ah, this guy's kind of like an angry, weird, whatever dude. All right. At least I know what to expect when I come to this guy's stream. I'm not like Mm -hmm. surprised by like, oh, this time he's, you know, not saying crazy things, you know? Do you have any advice for somebody that is thinking about starting music streaming but hasn't?
1: Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Even if, like, honestly, I started with a laptop webcam and laptop microphone. If I can do it, you can do it.
0: (laughs) Fair enough. The other question I asked, too, is... What what would you say to somebody that, that doesn't think they're good enough at their instrument to stream? They're gonna be like, I'm gonna put in the next three years and I'm gonna practice and practice and practice and then I'm gonna start streaming. What do you say to that person?
1: Just just do it. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> just do it honestly. I like I'm not very good, but people think I'm good, you know? And it doesn't matter what I think if other people think uh differently. You know what I mean? Um And, like, there's so many, especially in, like, the music community, so many people are so supportive of just seeing you improve. Like, three years ago, I was not even nearly as good as I am now. (laughs) Right. Like, so, you know, honestly, and a lot of people like seeing a journey. You know, they like seeing you a year ago compared to now. You know what I mean? Um, and they like being a part of that improvement if they can be.
0: Absolutely. Plus, honestly, if you can laugh at yourself, other people can laugh at you with you, you know? <laughs> Which is mm-hmm. like when I play songs that I'm not good at, and then, you know, I just like get frustrated to somebody that's actually really funny. So it might be the, the, what you think other people want is not actually what they want you know you could be like I'm gonna do it this way because I know people are gonna like it it's like you don't know that mm-hmm. like you have no idea yeah. what people want but then you do it and then it's like oh well I guess they liked that thing that I did you know mm. is there something uh, oh good oh go ahead please
1: I was gonna say and like another thing even if like someone is like you know oh you suck kind of thing just kind of brush it off because they're probably just being a butthead right
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you do you play live shows have you played live shows do you currently play live shows um yeah what's up with that with your live
1: situation? i uh i started playing live shows uh that's how i started with music um so basically my music journey is that i started piano first when i was really really young played like a wedding or something i played like my cousin's wedding or something so that was like my first live experience um and then you know in school i learned flute went to college for that for a year and dropped out because i'm lame um and then like in between probably like my junior year in high school and then uh leading up to 2015 ish uh, I did live shows in my local local town, like at restaurants and, and stuff like that. Um, and then, yeah, then I started on Twitch because I was just like, hey, I do this already, so why not? Um, but yeah, so that's basically. And like right now, we don't play live shows, but we're working on getting live shows because there'll be a little more, uh, you know... What's the word I'm looking for? A little more, you know, there. Mm, Right. (laughs) As far as like money goes, because, you know, if you play a weekly gig, you know, you're going to get weekly money. So, you know. so (laughs)
0: What part of the world are you located in?
1: Uh, Right now we're in uh, the Cincinnati area. Ah, yes. Yeah.
0: I've been to Kings Island multiple times.
1: Right. right. I love that place. We're not that far from there. Yeah. (laughs)
0: I, I've done the drop zone stunt tower. Like one day, you know the like the big drop zone stunt tower, the like the crazy big circle drop straight down thing.
1: Mm-hmm, right? Yeah.
0: I uh, I have a crazy fear of heights, and one oh, no. one year I wanted to <laughs> cure my fear of heights. So I went mm-hmm. in the drop zone stunt tower once and like almost had like probably like a heart attack or like some kind of heart oh, arrhythmia yeah. for sure. Cause like you yeah, get to the top right. of that thing and you're like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die for sure. I'm dead. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. already dead actually. This is just a body that's like experiencing this moment. Right. Yeah. And I ended up saying like, you know what? I'm going to ride this thing until I, so you'd grab like the handles on the way down, like super hardcore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I rode it until I could put my hands on my, like on my knees and Uh take a deep breath and just exhale the entire way down it was i wrote it 20 something times in a row it was i think by that time the only reason i was able to do what i did which was just like exhale all the way down while everyone around me is screaming is my adrenal glands were completely fried (laughs) i just think there was no more (laughs) adrenaline left like to pump out my uh you know my whole. No, I
1: i feel you uh, the first, not the first time that I rolled a roller coaster, the highest roller coaster, tallest, highest uh, roller coaster that that I, I rode was in my my local town, um, and I cried going up the chain lift, and I was cry- I was bawling so much, <laughs> and it was it was to the point where the people around me are like, no, it's okay, you'll be fine, it'll be fun, you'll you'll you're gonna be you're gonna come out of this alive, you'll be fine, like you got this, <laughs> like. Everyone around me was so nice, even though they were complete strangers. <laughs> so.
0: That's awesome. So that's pretty much it. The only other question that I would have that I, I haven't asked this yet, I keep trying to come up with new questions that I haven't asked people yet and kind mm-hmm. of see um, see how they go over. So this one's this one's interesting, mainly because you've been on Twitch for so long and you've mm-hmm. been like a pretty integral part of the growth of the music part of uh, the section of Twitch. Mm-hmm. Well, what is... What is Twitch doing well that you like? And what would you like to see Twitch do? Whether it's a feature implementation, something like that. What, what do you think... To, first, let's let let's be nice. What, what do you think Twitch is doing well? And then, um, you know, what, what is something that you either like to see or maybe they took it away and it needs to come back or, you know, something like that?
1: I think, well, um, the stuff that they're doing good is that lately they've been putting a lot of musicians on front page um which is awesome and that's probably the the biggest thing that they're probably doing good. There's probably other things going on that I don't know about, but you know. Um as far as things that they can improve on, um actually like advertising the music section as a whole because, you know, of course like the musicians on front page that's awesome and stuff and like obviously they're gonna rate other people and those people are gonna stay in those streams and they'll rate someone else and it'll kind of trickle down but at the same time um it's like you have to be like you, you have to know the people that are on front page to even you know kind of what's the word for it kind of even like get any of like any of that, you know what I mean, right? So, like Joe Schmo at the bottom of their directory isn't gonna gain anything from that, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Um, so just more, more music as a whole kind of thing. Um, I like last year at TwitchCon they did really good by help like giving us a stage and everything whether or not they're going to do that this year will kind of determine whether or not I go back next year. (laughs) Right. (laughs) To be honest, because, like, I don't know. Like, I know that Twitch is a gaming platform, and, you know, people are still, like, up in arms that music or art or IRL even exists on Twitch, and, like, people are still like, this is the gaming website, nice gaming content, bro. (laughs) <laughs> uh, um trust me when music was in beta that was a constant comment wow <laughs> um but yeah i think they could do that better i think um one thing that's been coming up lately i don't know if you know bagel rabbit he put out a tweet thread about um growth in music um and how it looks with st- statistics um, and how, like, the amount of viewers that we have is less than what th- I think he said three times the amount of streamers that we have. Um, so yeah, and like everything is growing like together, but at the same time, um, <laughs> at the same time, it's just like it's kind of not where it needs to be. And I think. With that in mind, like Twitch needs to kind of see that, you know, there's a lot of streamers here for you and there's a lot of money to be made here for you. Um, because as far as I see, at least music streamers have a higher sub ratio than a lot of gaming streamers yeah. like to viewers. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, like, you know, if they push music a little more, I know it's, like, a scary thing because of, like, copyright things and all of that. And I think they're working on getting someone in to, you know, talk to them about that. There was, like, a job listing that they had on the Twitch page. Interesting. Um, Yeah, so, I don't know. Like, I think it just needs to be worked on and, and pushed out a little more because you know, once, once in a while, sure. Someone on front page, that's great. Once in a while, sure. Twitch tweets out someone's stream and it's great, but you know, it only really, really, really helps those specific people and, uh, the people around that specific person. Yeah. Um, but yeah.
0: Since you brought it up, I'm actually interested too. I haven't gone down this rabbit hole with anyone yet and you seem like the right person. Um, uh, so I've mentioned it to streamers and I always get like crazy pushback against this thing, which to me is weird because it, let's say you're making all your money from streaming or let's even say you're making like enough money from streaming to pay your bills. Right. Maybe you have like a yep. side, a side gig or you're you do a part-time <laughs> job. Right. It, yeah. Playing copyrighted content. If you look at the actual fines and penalties for that, it's crazy. I mean, we're talking like mm-hmm. millions of dollars, like jail time. Like this is real stuff. Like, Um, An actual copyright violation, if you're doing it knowingly and then using that piece of copyrighted content to make money and not giving any um, money back to the actual copyright owners, it's Mm -hmm. savage. Like, the penalties for that are so savage. Like, 8-Bit Drummer recently has now fully whitelisted. I don't know if you know about that. So, now 8-Bit Drummer only plays songs that are whitelisted, where he has gotten Mm -hmm. actual, like, written consent and permission from the rights holders to play their music mm-hmm. and he will not play anything that's not on that list which mm-hmm. which to me makes a lot of sense cuz it's like look like yeah. as this thing is moving forward i've been saying it for a while the hammer's coming yeah twitch can't get away with this forever like it's not there's no yep. possible mm-hmm. way especially just because twitch is on by amazon so who whoever these rights holders are are going to eventually just go after amazon they're just going to bypass yeah. twitch completely and there's going to be like, look, you guys own this thing, which is infringing on our rights, and you're making money from it. Something's got to happen. And so I this was me a few years ago. I realized, like, two, two things I realized. One, the copyright hammer hasn't dropped yet. So the fastest way to grow... Um, The fastest way to grow. Well, um, just to comment to what Mace said in the chat. Mace, a lot of people play copyrighted material. A lot of people play copyrighted material. Like, I'm talking about just guitar covers. Like, what if you're playing Creep, right? By Radiohead? Mm -hmm. It's not your song. You can't just do that. You don't have the mechanical license pulled. There are are 100% licensing mechanisms that you need to go through, which is all just a crazy legal red tape web in order to play Radiohead's song in any capacity anywhere. Um, now they may or may not prosecute you, which is fine, but as the right holder, they totally have the right to, to, to just drag you through the ringer. Mm -hmm. So what I was saying is, is as a drummer or as any, as any music streamer right now, because the copyright hammer hasn't dropped yet, the fastest way to grow, at least that I've seen is to be the jukebox, right? You be the jukebox Mm -hmm. and then what ends up happening? People come and they want to hear you play their favorite song or maybe play a song that you know that they like, right? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah cool but i'm really interested to see what happens when the hammer drops because one of two things i think is going to happen here's my prediction spotify has the largest licensing catalog in the world they have the most amount of music that they've already worked through all of these crazy legal deals to be able to then push through their platform and charge people for and then remit the payments back to the the rights holders Spotify, I would be astonished if Spotify doesn't come out with Spotify for streamers because there's Spotify for business. So if you're if you're a restaurant, you have to buy Spotify mm-hmm. for business, and it's based on the amount of people that can fit in your restaurant and the amount of people that go through that restaurant per day is how much you pay, right? Yeah. So I would imagine that there's going to be Spotify for streamers, and it's based mm-hmm. on the amount of like viewers that you get and the average viewer length and the songs that are played throughout that stream and all that stuff. And then essentially, you would link your Spotify to your Twitch, and so when you're live on Twitch, it knows the songs you're playing from Spotify were played on Twitch. Twitch then can take the viewer count of the time that you were streaming and know like, okay, when you played this Beyonce song, there were nine people in the stream at that time. You need to pay us 13 cents a person that were there to hear that, you know? Um, right. Which which, if that's the case, that's going to be really expensive. Spotify for yeah. streamers is going to be, we're talking 10, 10, 13 grand a month. Pro- probably, yeah. maybe more. It might be more than that, just to be able to play other people's music. And then at that yeah. point... You really can only do it if you're balling, unless Amazon somehow comes out with a way to do a rights deal with these people. On the mm-hmm. flip side, sorry to make this the longest rant ever. Hopefully this is interesting. I don't but know what you're um, <laughs> the, the, On the flip side, I think there's going to be a whole massive group of artists that are going to see this as a marketing opportunity. So they're going to go, right. you know what, Especially if they're independent, I mean, if you're not independent, if you signed to Capital Records, good luck. They own your music. Like They're not going to let you do yep. this. But if you're an independent artist, you can go out to streamers and be like, hey, we would love for you to play our music, like the whitelist thing. We'd love for you to play our music on your streams. We're not going to charge you. Just play them and have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, uh, I don't know. That's just kind of a rant. But I, I, think, I think the guys like scene of action, sp- scene of action specifically. Those mm-hmm. are the people who are, are, are really the only people that are built to stand the, the test of time because yeah. without that whole i he he never plays covers never no, like no. never <laughs> never 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 0% that guy does not play other people's music
1: he never has he never has, has. has. that guy yeah. has
0: never played anybody else's music yet he has 36,000 followers and you know he's in like the you know he is the, he is one of the top now what's interesting is as a fully original streamer of course he's not the jukebox he's not as big As the guys who are doing the jukebox, right? There's plenty of streamers that are in the 100,000 follower category.
1: And like, here's the other thing too, is that, um, scene of action, his, his, uh, at least from, uh, cause I, I've been around when he first started, um, he had like a huge growth and then it kind of like leveled out a little bit. And like, I've noticed that and it's really, really sucky because I think he deserves like thousands of viewers. Um, and it's just it's just how how Twitch music is right now is because if you play covers, then, you know, you're going to have people want to request those songs because they know them and they're their favorite. And they don't care about, you know, your original song that you that you wrote yourself and, and you know, um, and it's 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 rough. But like, so with the copyright stuff is that the unfortunate thing is that right now, as far as I know, there is not a specific license for live streaming covers or any music at all. And on top of that, there's a difference between the covers and playing the actual copyrighted track. Right. With just playing the covers, you just need the pu- publisher's permission right with playing the actual track. you need the publishers, you need the distributors, you need the the actual you know who wrote it, et cetera, et cetera. like you need multiple permissions to play the actual actual track. right. Um, so in retrospect, it's going to be a lot harder for people who play over those songs uh, versus people who are just covering the songs. So it's it's going to be if copyright strikes start to happen, uh, drummers and, and people who just play over tracks are going to have a harder time than people who are just doing covers. Yep. Um, and like I said, right now, there's no specific license for doing live covers except for like a venue license at like bars and restaurants and stuff. That's the only thing that would cover actual well, live performances. There's a
0: mechanical license, so you can. So if you were to, because technically it is recorded, because it then becomes mm-hmm. yeah. your VOD. So if yeah. let, let's say I wanted to play "Creep" by Radiohead, I can pull the mechanical license. Anybody can pull it if it's been. I believe how it works is if it's been pulled once. So for example, there are songs like Prince songs that that Prince has never allowed anybody to cover. Nobody mm-hmm. can cover it, but. If you and now now the venue license that you're talking about is essentially that royalty fee that they pay to play the cover live at the like the venue. But if they wanted to like record a cover and release it on Spotify, they need the mechanical license for that. And yep. if if a song has had the mechanical license pulled, you can you can pull it again. So like let's say like some big band pulled a mechanical license for like a Nine Inch Nail song, I can mm-hmm. now pull that. Yep. Um, hold on a second. Solar Tech saying uh, mechanical yeah. license. Yeah. So work.
1: the the thing with the difference between the mechanical and the sync license is that mechanical is going to be for the actual audio. The sync is going to be for the video and the audio. Um sync licenses would be needed for any streams, really, because you're matching up video and audio at the same time. It doesn't even matter if Interesting. like the track is just in the background. You need the mechanical license to even have a video over that at all.
0: I see. Wow. Yeah, I mean this is yep. that's what I'm saying. This is like I think what's interesting is there's like a big dark cloud over there that that because mm-hmm. i've I've gone into people's streams i've for sure gone into multiple people's streams be like hey i just i i think the way i phrased it a couple times is i just want to get your thoughts on you know potential copyright violations and what this might look like for the music community moving forward on twitch and mm-hmm. i've had almost everybody Be like, you're just, you're freaking out over nothing. This is no big deal. I'm like, um, have you, did you not remember like when Napster came out and they were going after individual people who downloaded tracks on Napster and weren't even distributing them? Like Mm -hmm. people ended up getting like $3 million fines. (laughs) For downloading a song on Napster and you're over here playing somebody's stuff and making money doing it. It's like, whoa, like you're not remotely concerned. Okay, that's fine. I'm just, I'm just interested because that to me, it's actually terrifying. Like I don't want to go to jail and I don't want to owe somebody $3 million personally, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, So the, I'm hoping that Twitch is stepping in a right direction um, because with things like Twitch Sings, they've gotten rights to a lot of tracks. Uh, thousands of music tracks which in turn hopefully means that they'll they'll um start actually getting licensing for actual musicians doing covers and things like that um like i mentioned the the job uh opening thing that uh i saw for specific uh, specifically a music licensing expert nice So I'm hoping that that's for the music community on Twitch and not just for Twitch Sings because, um, you know, they're doing... Twitch Sings is a game. Uh, People license music for games all the time, you know, for karaoke games or for anything like that. So, um, and since, like, the music community, music category on Twitch is a little different than Twitch Sings, you know, still it's people, you know, singing to karaoke and stuff. And, um Another thing to note, karaoke's never been allowed in the music category. FYI. A lot of people still do it. But um, it's never been allowed. Never. And like, I don't I don't think anyone specifically gotten banned for it because um Twitch has this kind of like rule where like, you know, um you're allowed to play covers, you know, but we're not legally obligated to tell you whether or not you are allowed to do these. Um, or that's not the right wording, but you know what I mean? Right. So like, they're not allowed to, you know, tell you like, no, this is, you can't do this because it's, you know, um, because yeah. And the tricky thing with covers and people doing karaoke is that like, um, there's like this. Oh, I can't think of the right words, but it's like, um, I'm not going to ask you if you have permission for this track because I'm trusting you that you got the permission. Ah, for it. Ah,
0: yes, yes, yes. It's yep. on. It's yep. on the performers. The performer of this potentially copyrighted work bears the responsibility, not yeah. not the website in which they're playing it on. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: And, like, the the suckiest part is that us as streamers, as music streamers doing covers, there's no licensing for us right now. There's nothing. Like, we can, we can contact people and try to say, like, hey, like, you know, I do covers and do this and stuff, and I'm wondering if, you know, if I can use this track during my live streams and blah, 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 blah. But there's nothing that is actually, like, a written license for this specific thing. Like I said, the only thing closest to it is a venue license. And that would be something that Twitch would have to try to contact about. There's nothing for us streamers right now. <laughs> right. Um, And even with a venue license, like that's not probably not going to even be the right kind of thing because a venue license is meant for restaurants and bars and, and things like that. So, and usually they just, don't record
0: it and then put it on the internet afterwards. Right. right. Like, yeah. So there's, it's, I'm I to be honest, if I know anything about the music industry, I don't think that this is going to be smooth. That's the reason I bring it up. Is because yeah. if you look at the past, if the past is any indication of the future, um the RIAA and all these different rights holders associations are not homies. These are not our friends. These people are, ultimately, they're a business, which I don't disagree with. They're trying to protect the rights of the people who have spent time and made all this content, and they want those people to get paid, which I actually fully agree with. My thing is, is that I don't think this is going to be a smooth transition. I, there's a reason why I call it no. the hammer dropping. I really feel like yeah. one day Twitch is going to be like, if you play copyrighted music on the stream and you don't already like have filled in the, the, the list of songs that you have exact permission to play with the permission slip from the rights holder uploaded to Twitch on the back end if you if that song name that you're playing comes up and it's not in that list, you get banned like uh, I just mm-hmm. I, I I could be wrong I mean maybe maybe they're maybe it's Amazon and everyone has to well, bow down to amazon which
1: so here here's the thing also is that um twitch has a muting uh thing a muting thing that for the vods'll mute yeah we'll mute the the vods um just to kind of protect them more so that people don't get DMCA'd, um but at the same time like they're even with the vods muted they're allowed to copyright strike you and you know once you get 3 copyright strikes you're done <laughs> right and that's the same on YouTube as it is here so um i think i don't know if hopefully if that licensing expert that they're wanting to hire is hopefully for actual Twitch music because they know about us. Yeah. There are a lot of, like, a lot of staffers that frequent music constantly, right? you know? And, you know, maybe a lot of those staff don't actually, aren't involved in specifically this. But, um... Like, if there was a way for us to be like, okay, well, I played X, Y, and Z on stream today, you know, um this is me reporting it to you, Twitch, then Twitch can be like, okay, okay, so this song costs this much, this song costs this much. Right. Like, this song isn't even on our list, so there's a strike on your channel, you know what I mean? Right. Um, or like at least if Twitch, because last year, uh, on the music stage that we did, they gave us a list of songs we were allowed to perform. um, Granted, it wasn't that many. Granted, it was a list of songs that, you know, was on Twitch Sings because they got the licensing for it. Right. Um. So it's I just I think like as far as like Twitch Sings and the licensing for that, I think um, Twitch should be transparent with the music streamers on whether or not like should we only be doing the songs that are in Twitch Sings if we're covering stuff. And if that's, if that's so, like, I want to know because that way I can actually, you know, learn how to play these songs and get rid of the other songs that aren't in that. You know what I mean? Um, and like a lot of the things, like, there are a lot of artists that will not give you copyright information or will not give you copyright permission. And... Like one of my favorite bands is one of those one of those people and I play a lot of their songs. So right. um if that's the case, like I think it's just like the streamers need to know, you know what I mean?
0: Right. Yeah, I mean the Beatles um catalog has to be approved by Yoko Ono, and she almost gives nobody permission. She gives like literally mm-hmm. almost nobody permission. The the there's price there's
1: actually a lot of Beatles on Twitch things. Oh oh really? <laughs> Yeah.
0: Wow. That's incredible. Oh no, excuse me. It's John Lennon's John Lennon's specific catalogue, not the Beatles. Oh, yeah, John Lennon's okay. like actual like solo stuff all goes through Yogo. Okay.
1: In that case, I think there's only like one John Lennon song. <laughs>
0: fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, I think uh like what Charlie is saying right here, um I, I think I think what might end up happening is you have to turn VODs off if you do mm-hmm. covers. I think that might be the first yeah. thing that probably happens. Because a live performance um i don't even know if that's i don't know charlie's saying a live performance you don't need permission i don't know if that's actually true because if that's true then twitch would just say you can play whatever song you want when you come to twitchcon and we'll stream it live and we'll not get in trouble yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's true i don't actually no. i think
1: yeah you, no we had a huge list of yeah. of songs that we could play and then a songs that were absolutely on the no fly list so
0: yeah that's the thing i think i think there's definitely rights holders have the right to refuse you to be able to play their music of any kind for any reason for any reason you know they can just be like Mm -hmm. no you don't get to you don't get to play somebody can't just i can't just come out with a guitar and start streaming it and then play whatever i want and not have potential repercussions for doing that right um But what's interesting, and I was actually listening to a panel, I forget which conference it was, it was some music business conference, it was literally yesterday, I listened to like four or five of these panels, and one of them was a lot of the rights companies that that actually do this exact work, which is go find people that do things, like use Mm -hmm. copyrighted material incorrectly, right? And so they're scanning YouTube, they're scanning Twitter, Instagram, right? And so I was listening to these companies, and a lot of them were pretty much saying like look we need everyone to to kind of work the way youtube is working because youtube mm-hmm. actually yeah. youtube gives a copyright owner the ability to say we'll just take your revenue yeah like i don't care you play my music as much as you want and if it gets a bazillion views hell yeah that's mus- that's that's views i wouldn't have had on that song but I'm taking all the advertising monetization and everything that comes through there that's, that's uh, money is getting mm-hmm. redirected to the rights holder. I actually think that's great. But then if that's the case, then that means that donations for songs um, you couldn't do. Now, this yeah. also might be why Twitch says that you can't—in um, in theory, you're not allowed to use bits or, mm. uh, or a subscription yeah, bits to— bits are
1: to, not allowed to be considered currency, Right uh, on stream, uh, so you can't uh, you can't specifically if someone don't like cheers a hundred bits you can't specifically give them a reward for it. Right, um, but like say you know, X amount of people gave you a thousand bits for that a thousand bits you can reward all of them. You can't um, you can't reward just one person for their bits.
0: That makes sense. Which that might be why because. If they, if they say that's the rule and you can't do that, then that means that Twitch won't get in trouble with the money that people are taking through the mechanism of bits or subscriptions mm-hmm. and using that to give people a song request or whatever. So yeah. essentially, if you're doing that, it's already against Twitch TOS. And so it's like, hey, if you give me 300 bits, I'll give you a song request. And, Twitch, and then if some rights holder comes after Twitch and is like, yo, they made money off of the song request that was my song, Twitch can be like, oh, mm-hmm. they're not even allowed to do that. I'll just ban them. Yeah. So it's Twitch is definitely protecting itself, which I'm super in favor of, to be honest. Like I said, mm-hmm. I, I'm not actually against copyright holders pressing charges and doing the whole thing. My thing right. is, is right now, there's not a conversation that's happening between yeah. the like rights holders associations and the people who might be infringing on those rights. That hasn't really happened. So that's why I keep calling it the hammers because I think just out of literally nowhere, one day it's just going to be like, and you 60 people are going to court on Monday. It's like, yep. whoa, mm-hmm. are you serious? Yeah. We're because, going to court?
1: Because once once a publisher or anyone figures out like, oh, there's like thousands of music streamers playing our, our songs, you know? And, you know, with publishers, it's not just one song. It's always hundreds of songs. So um, it's going to... Like, even just like one Taylor Swift song is gonna knock out everyone, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. And Solar Tech, just to touch on what you said, um, people can claim stuff that isn't theirs on Twitch as well, it's not just a YouTube thing. Um, you can literally report someone's stream and claim part of their VOD, uh, if you really, really wanted to.
0: Interesting, yeah. I,
1: there have been a lot of false copyright um bans because of that. Uh, For bigger streamers, so
0: I, I, I really hope that it doesn't get to the people getting caught with their pants down, because Mm. I would really hate to see like some of my favorite streamers all of a sudden. Because I, this goes back to what I was saying in the very beginning, which is like a lot of these people are not taking this seriously, and I'm just like kind of weirded out by that. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, like why is nobody? why Why is the whole entire music community just going like this and covering their face and just being like um I know it's a really big deal but I'm just gonna pretend like it's not a big deal it's like bro um do you like would you do the same thing if someone was like well robbing a bank is illegal it's like yeah but I can make money doing it it's like right but like if you get caught you go to jail forever it's like kind of like yeah. I'm not saying that's the same thing obviously there's like violence involved in robbing a bank but mm-hmm. when, you, when you're doing something illegal for your own gain um yeah don't expect there to be no consequences right which
1: mm-hmm.
0: which goes back to like I've I've actually stopped stopped drum streaming a lot recently because I just I think this moment's coming I said I said this like two years ago and it just seems like it's definitely boiling like now that now that Twitch is getting bigger like before it was like mm-hmm. eh nobody's really doing anything now it's like okay Twitch is actually getting pretty big yeah. Somebody is going to want their cut of the pie that all these mm-hmm. music streamers, you know, if you're if you got 2000 subs, you're making 5 grand a month, you mm-hmm. know, like you're you're not doing bad, you know. So it's like it's like at some point like somebody's going to want that portion of the money because the only reason yeah. you're making that money is you're using other people's copyrighted work. So
1: And like here's the other thing though. Here's here's the difference between YouTube and Twitch. YouTube, someone who's covering a song will upload just that one song. And then um if it gets claimed or if it gets, you know, matched to a specific track or whatever, then, you know, there's like revenue sharing and all of that and, and whatnot, which like it's whatever. Like for me on YouTube, it like I don't even monetize my videos on YouTube. So it's like, you know, if it gets claimed, it gets claimed, you know, whatever. I don't care. Um, but on Twitch, like the thing on Twitch is that for one, um, we like, I don't want to say we, but like a lot of people don't like if it's a three minute song, that's not going to be any revenue for anyone. You know what I mean? Right. Like, especially if you do song requests for free, there's no revenue for that one song. Right. Uh, And like any any revenue is just going to be like a penny here and a penny there for someone getting a pre-roll ad when they're first coming into the stream. So it's like it's it's. Like, yes, we're going to have to pay for those tracks. But at the same time, there's no actual monetary value for us in the long run because we don't get we get like a penny for, you know, every, you know, five or so minutes, probably not five minutes even like and that even just depends on if you actually play ads during your stream. Like, I'm not going to play an ad in between every single song just so that like that song gets covered. You know what I mean? Right.
0: That's that's actually so. interesting putting it that way. One thing SolarTech yeah. just said is the he, he criticized what I said which is the, the the only reason you're making money is because you're using somebody else's copyrighted work. He says he doesn't agree with that. Here's my thing SolarTech, if I didn't play anybody's copyrighted works when I played the drums, nobody would come hang out in my stream. Like just no no no, I'm not saying nobody. Very very few people Right, And then on top of that Who's going to stay there And potentially subscribe to my stream If it's just some guy playing beats on a kit With no music Or playing, mm-hmm. or playing songs that nobody wants to hear If I'm just sitting yeah. there playing songs That not one person wants to hear And nobody can request anything Because I'm playing like Monster Cat And like four other artists that are a complete thing Alright, mm-hmm. Solar, Solar Cat will come hang out uh, Solar Tech um, But yeah, like long story short I, I think The majority of people Solar Tech, you might be uh, an an extenuating circumstance uh, only because you're, you know, you're a homie. But I think, I think the majority of people like the jukebox theory that we were talking about earlier, which is most people come into a stream, request a song, hear the song and leave. Right. Yep. So Mm -hmm. if, if, if somebody is going to come into my stream and they're like, Hey, I want to request a song. And I was like, Oh, you can only request it from these three different people. And they can't be this. And they can't be that. They're like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. yeah. They just want the jukebox.
1: It, like if you if if they if you don't have what they want to hear they will leave. I've had like I would have so many people come in and be like, "Hey, do you know this specific song?" and I'm like, "No, okay." And then they're like, "Okay, bye." Um and I'm just like, "Okay, you know, it's not like I have I know like 400 other songs, you know what I mean? Um but even regardless of that, it's like uh another issue is that not a lot a lot of people do cover songs because they're not they don't like writing. They don't. They don't know how to write an original, or they just never get a chance to write anything of their own. And a lot of the time on Twitch is like you start out your stream with playing a bunch of covers, and then as it grows, you know, people get excited when you play an original song, and and at at the same time, it's just like, but there's also like the new people that come in the stream that are just like, what is this song even, you know. I've never heard it before. (laughs) Um, So it's like, it's like, I don't know, it's a rock and a hard place because it's like, if you start your stream with only originals, then you're not going to have that much interest in your stream unless you're doing something so different from everyone else. Like it, like Scene of Action has like this huge like concert that he puts on every, every time he streams. And that's interesting to people. That's a lot of work for him to do. Just to get people to be interested in his original work because not a lot of people are interested in people's original work unless they know specifically that, you know, oh, this guy or this girl does a great, great version of this song. So maybe their, uh, their, uh, their original song is kind of okay. You know what I mean? Right.
0: Yeah. Well, and Seed of Action is actually an anomaly. Because yeah. C- Scene of Action is not only an incredibly talented songwriter, which is a very difficult skill, he's a talented producer, which that's, like, usually for most people, that's a five to ten year learning skill, which he spent almost ten yeah. years learning how to produce. He's mm-hmm. also a talented mix engineer, which is a super insane skill. Plus, he can master his own music. Plus, on top of all of that, because he's not just like, like, I can master my own music. I have Ableton and Ozone. Okay, cool. I can master mm-hmm. I'm not mastering it the way that guy's mastering it. Like, I'm not actually using yep. limiters a- appropriately. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I'm just making it louder. Mm -hmm. But that guy's like... He's got all the skills. Plus he understands like all the automating and all the, you know, sequencing, building the light shows, audio routing. Like that guy... It took him twenty years to get to where he began his yep. journey on Twitch to be able mm-hmm. to be that guy. Most yep. people are not going to be able to do scene of action like ninety nine point yep. nine percent of the whole planet isn't going to be able to... now not saying you have to be able to do scene of action to write original music and get a following right. on Twitch only playing originals it's not that 's not really the case, but no. if, if 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 looking at him as any example he 's got thirty six thirty seven thousand followers, and that guy is on a whole nother level of production. Yet mm-hmm. he's not even as big as some people that are just playing other people's songs. So you, you can just yeah. kind of see like the the problem I I think is just the the ability to monetize your your music and your stream is really, really it's it's almost impossible if you're only playing original music. It's almost impossible I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's yeah. impossible because yeah. people do it, but mm-hmm. it is it is I would say it is thousands of times more difficult than playing covers. Playing covers, like, mm-hmm. when I play covers in the other room on the drums, I can get 30, 40 people in a stream, no problem. I'm rocking it out. People are throwing, you know, like, here's five bucks, here's a sub, here's whatever. People are having a good mm-hmm. time. They request a song that I like. They're like, man, I love that you played that song. But then if I was just like, hey, I'm gonna play some song that not one person's ever heard, and people are just gonna be like, cool, I guess. This is cool, I guess. You know? So.
1: And like, one person, um One person in particular uh, that I think deserves, like, much more – what's the word? Recognition? (laughs) Yes. Recognition um, is Mike TV Live. He has hundreds of original songs. Wow. His songs have been in TV shows, and he gets, like, 30 viewers. You know what I mean? And. His like and the the sucky thing is is that yeah, he's one of those people who only plays original songs, but he has hundreds of them. It's not gonna be, you know, the same five songs every stream, you know what I mean? Um and like he writes really good music. (laughs) And it's and it's like some of the songs that he has is serious, some of the songs that he has are just like really funny. Like he has a song that's called I Hate Everyone. He has a song called, I think, Fire Truck or something like that. And he also has a song about, like, getting upset that his neighbor's dog is barking constantly. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, you know, there's... uh, It's just... I kind of wish that, like, he was able to get a bigger audience because he deserves it. You know what I mean? And he's such an awesome guy, too. And um, even just talking to him, he did a panel at Twitch about original music. And... It was. I didn't. I. I honestly didn't get a chance to watch it at all. But from from what I've heard, it was really, really like enlightening to people and 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 stuff like that. So it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's just unfortunate that that's how it is. And like, um, gimmicker. I I agree, but I also disagree at the same time. Uh, it depends on the the how the gig is. Um. Because if like you're playing a restaurant gig and you know you play covers, like if you slip an original in there, no one's gonna blink an eye. They're just gonna think of you as background music anyways, so right. unless it was like specifically a concert you know that you're putting on just for your band and whatnot, you know, it's a little different because people are gonna go to those for original music, you know what I mean um it doesn't it doesn't you know it's just kind of different different gigs for different things.
0: Yeah, I think it's... I'm a very, 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 very excited to see what happens. Because something has to happen. This this moment yeah. is going to come to a head. Um, like, just when streaming came out, the RIAA went after... They waited. They waited. And then they went after people. They went after people mm-hmm. so hardcore. So... I think they're just waiting and they're trying to figure out what mechanism to come at people with. Do they go after individual streamers and say you, um," do they set an example for people or set an example by like ruining somebody's life essentially and being like, okay, cool. You played our music. You played nothing but Michael Jackson songs for a whole 24-hour stream. We are going to crucify you upside down in court, which they can, right? Yeah. So what if they did that? And then everyone's going to be like, oh my God, I'm not doing it. But for them, their whole goal is to make money. So hopefully they come at it with the, all right, so how do we monetize all of these Mm -hmm. people that are playing our music. How do we do that? And maybe it is, there's a separate license for if you play a song with just your guitar and your voice, that's somebody else's work. Cool, you have to pay X amount. And if you actually play the copywritten work that's, Mm -hmm. you know, the recorded master, then you're going to have to pay a different licensing fee. And uh, Especially now that we live in the age of analytics, I'm kind of surprised that Twitch, when this moment happens, I wouldn't be surprised if Twitch was able to give them the exact amount of viewers that were in the stream when that song was being played right
1: yeah no for sure they will be and but like at the same time it's going to be the streamer's responsibility to mark every you know every bookmark every song and and cetera like that yeah because like twitch isn't gonna go into someone's stream and go into everyone's stream and do that for them you know
0: yeah that's it's definitely going to be interesting yeah i'm uh I'm stoked. This was a really, really fun conversation. That that last bit started as like a quick little question and that was like almost half the <laughs> podcast, which actually that was, that was, like I said, I had a feeling you were the right person to talk to about it because yeah. a lot of people are, you know, a lot of the people that I've interviewed on the podcast so far, are either new mm-hmm. streamers or have been streaming for like a year or so and are definitely helping me showcase the difficulty of the original setup. Like, oh, I'm struggling mm-hmm. with cables and right now my audio interface is, you know, making weird noises and stuff and that's really fun for that side of things but as an experienced streamer you know a partner you've been in the community for years mm-hmm. this this last part of the conversation was just um, that's honestly what I needed because I was Really, uh, really trying to talk to somebody about it. Like I said, I've been trying to talk to anybody about it and everyone just like brushes it off. Like, it's not a big deal. I was like, you're going to jail. Like, I don't know, like, it it could definitely be a big (laughs) deal. You're going to jail. (laughs) Stop. You (laughs) have violated the law. (laughs) Right, exactly.
1: Um, So like, but like, here's the thing is that it's always been on everyone's mind. And it just because, you know, and a lot of the times like... um, Partners will talk about like, hey, like if I play, you know, this music, you know, and then you'll always, you'll always have someone be like, just because someone else is doing doesn't mean that you're not going to get in trouble for it. Or just because someone else isn't getting in trouble doesn't mean you're not going to. Absolutely. Um, and you know, it's, it's just, it's just kind of, you know, a a thing. And, you know, even since, um, for years honestly a lot of people have been concerned about like the copyright and the licensing Uh, maybe newer streamers aren't really aware of it just because they see so many people just doing covers and they're like okay well you know everyone else is doing it so i won't get in trouble you know what i mean um so it's just a little it's a little concerning because like a lot like a lot of the the uh streamers like random girls singing and and um People like that are like, okay, well, I'm going to, when this happens, I have originals ready. Yep, You know what I mean? So it's, um, because it's not, it's not an if it happens. It's definitely a when it happens because it's going to happen. It doesn't, you know, you know, <laughs> they don't care, you know, if this is like you living off of, you know, all of this stuff. But
0: yeah, it's, I, uh, the the having originals ready is definitely the move which is what i've actually been spending a lot more of my stream producing i've been mm-hmm. i've been producing music in ableton which i've been wanting to do for years and i've done for years it's just like kind of never like my my whole thing is i've always been like nobody wants to watch me do that like mm-hmm. nobody wants to watch me produce music it's like well how do i know that like yeah and then I, I end up doing it and people come and they're like hey what's that synthesizer sound I'm like oh crap somebody actually wants to watch me produce music <laughs> it's weird you know so
1: Yeah. And like, here's the thing is that when music was in beta and when music was just getting out of beta, um, Twitch was trying to push everyone to just do original work. Um, So like any time a musician got front page, it had to be all original stuff. It couldn't be any covers at all. And um, so like Ryan uh, was one of the first people who one of the first music streamers to get actual front page time. And he was not allowed to do any performing. He had to do production because that would have been original work. So it's it's definitely changed. Um, and, like, technically, the, um, the TOS says, you know, you can perform covers. But like in like the fine print it's like but only if you have permission you know so it's just everyone everyone will read that you can perform covers but they don't really understand that they you know there's in like an unwritten rule that you have to have the permission for those tracks to actually play them right so
0: sweet well richie uh where can we find you on the internet i'm gonna put the links below this podcast this was honestly every podcast i end up having even more fun podcast this one was this ending i'm like i'm like so excited that somebody was willing to have that conversation <laughs> with me <laughs> yeah because nobody else wanted to so where uh where can we find you on the internet
1: um so you can find me on twitch at twitch.tv slash r-i-c-h-i-i uh on twitter and instagram at richiix 27 and if you want, you can follow me on YouTube. It's the R-I-C-H-I-I-X two seven as well. Um, other than that, that's pretty much everywhere I am. <laughs>
0: Fantastic. So well, thank you so, so much for your time. Of course. That was uh, a lot of fun. Once yeah. once again, this is the live stream musician brought to you by a lot of hype.com.
1: My name is Tim Hollick and I'll see you on the internet.